0: You're listening to the Disciple Community Podcast, sermons, teachings, and timely words from the Disciple Community Gathering at the Source Wichita in Wichita, Kansas. For more audio, video, and other resources for Christian growth and encouragement, visit SourceWichita.com. Hello, hello. How are you guys? So Jason already introduced me, but my name is um, Chrissy Wood. Um, I did speak about a year ago. Um, and this is kind of a follow-up to that huh yeah I know time flies right um, and this is kind of a follow-up to that it's indirectly related I guess um, this has just been a phrase that has been on my heart for a long time it kind of comes and goes um, and I don't know about six seven months ago it really just kind of stuck and I just felt like it was something that needed to be addressed um, this is a phrase that is, I think, passed around in the Christian faith a lot, that God will never give you more than you can handle. I've heard it. Um, I'm sure everyone in this room has heard it. Um, it's, it's a phrase that I feel like is meant to be given as a word of encouragement. It's not something that's given with bad intentions. It's just what I think peep, it's a go-to saying when someone's struggling, like, oh, you're going to get through this. God would never give you more than you can handle. And I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, First, when I thought about this really hard, I wanted to think about where did they get this from? Um, And where did they derive this from? And they did get it from a scripture in the Bible. Um, It doesn't say exactly that. Um, It is in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And it says, I will read that to you. And I'm going to read 12 and 13. It says, So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And people have taken this as, well, yeah, God will never give me more than you can handle. Um, but I think it's very important to note that Paul was not talking about suffering. He was talking about sin. Um, and if you go kind of, I'm going to kind of take us back to the beginning of chapter 10, where we get into a little bit more of the backstory of what he's actually talking about. So I'm going to read 1 through 13 now. Um, it says, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things occurred as examples to us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. These things happen to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has to come. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So he was talking about sin. Um, And I think it's very important. Sin and suffering are so different. In sin, you have a choice. You have a choice to sin or not to sin, to step away and walk away, or to indulge in that sin and continue living that that kind of a life. You do not have a choice in suffering. Suffering just happens. Um, And so I want to talk a little bit about, um, even though the promise in the scripture is not that God will never give you more than you can handle, there is still a promise that even when sin comes, God will always provide a way out of that. And then it becomes your choice to take his way or the other way. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about um, how Paul, again, completely contradicts this statement in another part of Corinthians. He's still talking to the people of Corinth. This one is in 2 Corinthians, um, and it's chapter 1, 8 through 10 is what I'm going to read to you now. This is still Paul talking to the same people. And this time he is talking about suffering that he has endured. He says, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. So this moment that Paul is talking about in the province of Asia, he was, he was speaking to people and telling them not to worship idols. He was letting them know we don't these gods made by hand are not gods at all. Don't worship them. Well, the people didn't like that, and so a riot began. And in this riot, Paul was fearing for his life, and the disciples were also fearing for their lives, and they really, truly thought they weren't going to get out of that situation. But they stopped relying on their own strength and themselves and began to rely on God, who then set them free from that. Um, I think it's important that we understand that suffering is going to happen, Um, and as we see in this scripture, Paul says that they couldn't handle it. They were unable to endure this suffering. It was they thought they were going to die, Um, but they're not handling it on their own. They're handling it with God, and I think that's so important to add to this that we're not going to do this alone. We are not going to be able to handle it on our own. Um, Some other examples. Tim and I have been talking about this for uh, the past few days, just kind of trying to bounce ideas off of each other. Um, He's been very supportive in this, so I appreciate him very much. But um, he did bring up the story of Moses and all the obstacles that Moses, Moses was given a very specific task. Let my people go, set my people free. Um, And Moses came upon a lot of different obstacles during that time. He had to get across the river, he ha- they were starving, they needed food, they needed water, and God showed up every time. Um, he naturally used the winds in a supernatural way to part the waters so that the Israelites could get across. He let manna fall down from the sky, he allowed water to flow from a rock. Um, so these are ways that Moses, not relying on himself, but rather relying on God and who he is, got him out of these sticky situations that all of us find ourselves in. Um, I brought this up to Kim months ago, and she brought up the story of Jesus. Jesus, again, very specific task, to die for our sins. Um, and even Jesus, the night he was crucified, was p- pleading to God to take it away. Please don't let this happen, if, but if it's your will let it be done. But he didn't want to go through this either. He didn't want to endure this suffering because he knew he wouldn't be able to handle it. He knew that he was going to die and he wanted it to be taken from him. Um, There's many people who live today that suffer with depression and anxiety. There are people who can't handle the sufferings and the trials and the hardships that life brings And they take their own lives for it. And it's because they think they're in this alone. And they're not in this alone. Um, By the way, if you know anybody who is struggling with depression, encourage them to talk to someone. If you are somebody who is struggling with that and is feeling that way, talk to somebody about it. They can help you. Okay. God doesn't promise us that we'll never be faced with situations that are more than we can handle, Um, but what he does promise us is that he'll meet us in those times, and he will be with us during those times of pain and suffering, and he will allow us to lean on him and draw any strength or endurance that we may not have ourselves. Um, I know, kind of going back about a year ago, I shared with you guys... Um, my husband and I's, our sh- journey with infertility, um, and I'm not going to say that things have gotten easier because they haven't, um, they've gotten more difficult and we've had more obstacles thrown in our way. Um, and I know that myself going through this, it's been hard to lean on God at times. Um, there are times when instead of going to him for comfort, I'm asking him why, like, why us? Why me? Why is this happening? What did we do to deserve something like this? Which is a ridiculous question, but it's where our minds take us. Um, and so sometimes it feels like God is so far away during our times of struggle and suffering, and so it's hard to go to him during those times, at least for what we need him for. We'll go to him asking him questions, and we'll go to him asking him to end this suffering but we don't go to him to ask for the comfort that we need to get through it. Um, And so this is where I think the body of Christ comes in. Um, And this is where the body of Christ is so important in each other's lives. I'm just one of the reasons. I know that personally, I could not have gotten through what I've been through without the people in this church, the women in this church that have rallied around me and given me so much support. Sorry, I'm trying not to get emotional. I didn't think I would. But they have been um, my rock, and it's only been God working through them. Um, and so God will use you to get somebody else through their suffering. Um, even if that's not what that person is looking for, um, you may not know it and they may not know it, but he is using you to help this person through something that might, they might not be able to do on their own. Um, so, The body of believers is so important in this case, and God can show up supernaturally, too, and he does all the time. Um, But he also shows up in other people, and he wants us to do that with each other. He wants us to be there for each other. He wants us to build each other up and cheer each other on and keep um, allowing us to live lives together and share together and work together and build the kingdom together. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit more about the dangers of this saying, because I think that even though it's always said with good intentions and it's always meant to encourage and build others up, there are some very, um, dangerous things that come along with saying this to somebody. And I think the first thing is, is that it tends to make us think it's all about us. Um, God will never give you more than you can handle, um, so we have the strength, right? We are the ones that are going to get us through this. I can do this. I've got this. I'll be fine. Um, I think it also can be incredibly discouraging. It can do the complete opposite effect of what the person was trying to do. Um, I know during this time of struggle, I have asked myself, what's wrong with me? Why can't I handle this? I should be able to handle this. I should be strong enough. Because of this saying, being told, God will never give you more than you can handle. So what if I can't handle it? Then what's wrong with me? And people ask themselves these questions. They think these things. And Satan gets in there. And he gets those little lies implanted in your brain. And you keep telling yourself that over and over and over again. I I must not be good enough. Because if I were, I would be able to handle this. And so it becomes a very discouraging thing to say to somebody. It becomes a very um, self, it, it, it makes you establish the sense of self-hatred that you might not have felt otherwise. Um, at least for me, it has. Um, I think that it tends, it leads us to rely on our own strength and not God's strength, and it's turning us the complete opposite way. Um, when we should be going to God and relying on His strength and relying on what um, He would have us do during these times, or just even leaning on Him and drawing strength from Him and getting rest from Him. We are instead thinking that we can do this on our own. And we, nine times out of ten, fall. And we realize we can't do this on our own. And that's a turning point where you either fall into this sinking hole of depression Or you turn back and you find someone or you look to God and you get that help that you need. Um, So I also wanted to talk. I don't think that God is just throwing suffering into our lives. Like you get that struggle and you get that one and I'm going to give you that one. I don't think God does that. I think that struggle and suffering enters our lives in many different ways. I think God, yes, will give us trials Um, And I think that ultimately that is to um, build us up and make us into the person that we are supposed to become. Um, Sometimes it's just to draw us closer to him. Sometimes we're very far away and and he does this because we know that we need to rely on him during these times. Um, I think Satan throws trials into our lives to try to trip us up and try to mess us up and say, you're not as strong as you thought you were, so let me just help you ruin yourself. I think he does that a lot. I think life just happens. Um, this world has evil in it, and um, they have hurt. It has hurt people in it and hurt people, hurt people. Um, so I just think that sometimes bad things happen in life that can't really be explained. It's just, and God allows it to happen, yes. But I just think that that's just a part of life. Um, And I also think that sometimes our actions can, they have natural consequences, and sometimes our actions lead us into a trial of suffering that we weren't expecting to happen, but it happens. Um, So I don't think God is just sitting up there picking out people who are going to suffer at certain times. I just think that suffering happens. Again, it's not a choice that we have, but we do have a choice on how we handle it. Um, And we can try to handle it on our own. Or we can turn to God and ask him for the comfort and the strength and the help that we need to get through that situation. Um, I also wanted to talk about um, even during the suffering, even though you might be leaning on God, and trust me, I've asked many times for it to stop. Like I just want it to be over. I don't want this anymore. Um, and I'm sure many people have been in that place where they just don't want this suffering anymore. They want it to go away. Um, but, and even though you're praying and you're leaning on him and you're leaning on others and, and you're seeking the Lord during this time doesn't mean your suffering is going to stop right away. Um, and it doesn't even necessarily mean that it's going to stop at all. Um, some people will suffer until the day they die. And sometimes that, that dying is that suffering ending because then they're going to go be with God and they're going to live their life with him and hopefully. But, um, you know, as long as they are believers and they're they're hoping that that's um, that's what's going to happen. Um, so I think that expecting your suffering to go away just because you asked for it to go away is also not... A good thing um, because it nine again nine times out of ten it's not gonna happen God's not just gonna snap his fingers and make it go away I think there are times when he does um, and absolutely he can but I think that suffering is there for a reason I believe that we are meant to go through suffering for a reason and um, even though I haven't quite found mine yet I think I'm getting there I'm getting closer to that answer um, still looking for it. I know that there's a reason, even again, if it's only to draw nearer to him. And so I, I wanted to make that point clear as well, is that just because you're leaning on God and praying and, um, drawing your strength from him doesn't mean your suffering is going to go away right away. You're still going to, and doesn't mean that you're never going to suffer again afterwards. Um, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. Um, So I don't believe that God will never give you more than you can handle. I believe he absolutely will. I believe he will allow things to happen um, that will be more than we can handle. Uh, I don't think that we can do it on our own. And I think that's kind of the point of all of this is that we have each other and we have God to lean on. And so when trials and suffering come our way, we have to remember that God has this. He's not letting go of it. He's not going to let you go. He's not going to let you fall aside. Um, He's got this. Um, So we cannot handle this life on our own and everything that comes with it. We shouldn't expect ourselves to because it's an unrealistic expectation, which we have talked about before in marriage group isn't it's an unrealistic expectation for ourselves to think that we can get through this life alone um, and that we can do it with our own strength we know that God will show up in our suffering and he will also use others in your life to help you through that suffering Um, we aren't meant to do this on our own we can't do this on our own but the good news in all of this is that you're not alone there are people here Um, in your church family, in your family, in your um, daily lives, at your work, that are here to do life with you. That's why God put us on this earth together, was so that we could do life together and we could help each other through these storms and we could make it possible for us to do what we were meant to do on this earth, which is to build the kingdom in our own ways. Like we said, the body, one person's a toe, one person's a finger. The toe can't do what the finger does, um, so we all have a different purpose. That was a lot shorter than I was expecting it to be, but that's pretty much it. I just wanted to just make something up. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> that's not how I. That's not how I function. <laughs> but anyway, I just I wanted you guys to find hope in that. That even though. Um, that seems like a very discouraging thing to say, like God's going to give you more than you can handle. You're going to go through life and you're going to experience trials that are going to be more than you can withstand. Um, I think that we find hope in the fact that we don't have to withstand it alone and that we have God to lean on. We have others to lean on and we have, yeah, just good old fashioned people and and the good lord to just help us get through um any suffering that we've been going through so